Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this uh, autumn Wednesday morning. Um, again, uh, hump day, Lord, as, uh, as we're moving through our week. And uh, again, we just ask you to help, uh, help silence or turn down the noise. Help us recalibrate this morning uh, towards vertically towards you, Lord. And uh, again, I thank you for my friend, Ryan. I'll ask you to bless him and Rita his marriage, his relationship with his kids and his business. Thank you for his leadership uh, with uh, with the tribe and in the marketplace, Lord. And uh, just ask you to protect him, bless him, and guide him. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Ryan Beal, my good friend, thank you for leading this morning. Oh, man. No, it's, it's you know, I've, I've learned that this is, this is one of the things that I need to... Uh, make sure and stay engaged with because it, it it's, it's what I need. Um, I, I shared with you yesterday that I was, I was struggling yeah. and um, I was, I, I was actually writing something completely different. And, um, you know, I got, I got frustrated right at the end of my day. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't related to this. I just, you know, it's kind of a series of things. I, I just didn't start my day off right with my devotion. I got interrupted and um, that always seems to, leave me with a feeling that I'm slipping the rest of my day. I hate that feeling. Yeah, me too. Um, so I, I ended up really letting a lot of nothing get under my skin. And of course, in true Jerry fashion, you were encouraging and told me that if I was struggling with this, it would all turn out okay. Um, so I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Jerry. I needed it. Um, so the thought is, things change in an instant yeah and i think that's something we often hear in reference to you know life-changing events such as you know car wrecks and accidents and scary medical diagnosis um i think that's where i hear it most often and, and of course it's all true but i think i wanted to talk about something a little bit more in our everyday and kind of related to where I'm at, um, you know, it, it's really related to our attitudes and our go-tos, specifically mine. Uh, I figured I'd just speak from my heart and, and from my frustrations, yeah. um, which is kind of how I wrote this yesterday, and just continue to trust the tribe with me being me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm beginning to see in myself how sometimes in an instant, my attitude can change mm -hmm. and it's something that's bothering me. I mean, who wants to be upset? I mean, nobody, but it's, it's more than that. It's the steady buildup of, you know, all the, all the negative thoughts in my head. And then it's further complicated by how I handle it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to control my thoughts and I feel frustrated when I don't have control of my thoughts and they become aggravated that I'm frustrated. And I feel like at this point in my life at 45 years old, I, I should be further along. And, uh, I was just, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I know I've been on a slow bus, but when did this thing run out of gas? You know? Uh, so, and that's when it starts to happen for me. That's when I pull out my go-tos. Um, my most famous and comfortable go-tos are 
just just ugly thoughts because nobody knows you know you can nobody god knows i mean you can you can think whatever you want and you know still have a smile on your face yep um another another one i'm you know if you ever see me driving around down the highway is arguing with somebody who's not even in my car (laughs) guilty and uh that you one for you too jerry oh yeah yeah uh a hostile takeover of the situation those people in it mm-hmm. you know just just desperately trying to grab control and and of course you know my favorite is running to the fridge i'm i'm convinced i could put i could run a marathon if i just uh you know put my fridge in like beachmont or something mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh you know i'm i'm I've been trying to ponder things from Jesus' point of view. You know, if you were sitting right here, right next to me, and, you know, I hung up after this call, you know, what what would his reaction be? Would he just be quiet and wait for me to talk? Would he want to just give me a hug and make it better? You know, would, it, would he look at me disappointed knowing, you know, here, here, here I've done and send it again. I mess it up again in both my, my attitude and my thoughts, kind of always a double whammy for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those thoughts and images of Jesus get me back on track. And sometimes they're just, they're too much to bear. And I just allow myself to wallow my go-tos even longer, mm-hmm. you know, not feeling like I'm worth picking myself back up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and if I, and if I didn't already mention it, um, knowing that I'm going to my go-tos stresses me out and puts me in a bad mood anyway, because I, I know I'm disappointing myself even, if nobody else. And I don't, I don't want to be wrong. I don't, I don't want to disappoint anyone. I don't want to hurt anyone. And I don't want to look like a madman arguing with the air inside my car. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what am I, what am I doing I'm I'm doing my best to try to run from temptation when I see it coming. I'm slowly learning that me giving into temptation is is a lot like shopping for Christmas with your credit card. Um, you know, there there's a moment where you've medicated, you know, that issue, that problem. Yeah. But you know, the the bill's on the way and when you get it you can't believe what you've spent. Yeah. And you have all the all the stress of the primary situation plus the cost of how you chose to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you and I were on the airwaves here last, we were talking about why learning from God is so different than from any other source. Yeah. It's because Jesus is the only teacher that doesn't teach from the point of his own failure. Yeah. And um, my theme for myself these last two weeks, like I said, has been, to run away from temptation when I see it coming. And that all sounds pretty lofty, but for me, I'm just, I'm tired of feeling stupid for grabbing the same old bait. Mm -hmm. I'm beginning to equate my sin, you know, my attitude, my thoughts with the cost of recovery. And it's, it's, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. I want something very badly that Jesus showed us in Matthew four one through four. I'm going to read that. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. He fasted and became very hungry. 
during that time, the devil came to him and said, if you're the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And um, I, I love that. And this is just one time where Jesus automatically retorts with the scripture and I love how it's just so ne- second nature to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus knew not to let himself get tempted, and he didn't even give it a chance. And this is the example that I need to follow and I feel convicted by, especially right now. He knew the law. That, that was clear. It was automatic. He knew the cost, not just of the action, but what it would cost us. Mm-hmm. And the word was Jesus's go-to and it kept him from the spiritual debt that I deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that, that constant, that constant feeling like, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm, the feeling of constant recovery is, is just, it's achy for me. It's, it's, it's a place where I don't want to live anymore. And, you know, that's, that's what I want for me. And, and that's what I want to model. So that's kind of uh, where yesterday led me to there, Jerry. That's good. Well, you know, it's interesting, Ryan, I've got, a, uh, I've got some um, questions on this, not necessarily for you right now, but maybe for the listeners, um, you know, is that like the, the narratives, Ryan, that I allow um, like, you have control over the narratives that you tell yourself, right? And so right. Rufus and I have talked about this before that within your within your mind, um, there's only room for, there's only three people that can ever get in your head, right? So like we say, you know, that, that, that guy got into my head, but the reality is that there's only three people that are, that can get into your head is you, the Holy Spirit and the enemy. And so the, the, the choice that I get to make of which narrative, which story I want to tell myself. And as you're saying this, I can't help but think the loneliness that many of us feel as leaders so many times that you, um, I think your, 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 some of your stories today, Ryan, I can uh, relate to uh, feeling alone, like feeling like, you know, am I, am, I'm so distant from God. I'm so distant from community. Uh, you know, I could be, I could be in a crowded room, but I'm still incredibly alone. And I think that's the, I think, I think that's the enemy's narrative is that you've got the Holy spirit. You've got, um, you've got the word of God. Um, you've got the opportunity to pray, right. Anytime you want to have conversation with the Lord and then you have community. And, and I wonder, um, you know, how, how we might be able to um, be an encouragement to each other uh, more intentionally. And so I'm not sure the answer for that, but we do have a community of believers, a community of leaders that um, we can totally relate to. I'm sure everybody listening right now can relate to that feeling that you experience frequently. And so my encouragement to you is, is and, and as I'm thinking about this from my, my own perspective, is that you're not alone. Even, even when you're, there's no other humans around you, 
the Holy Spirit is with you and I need to have that discipline to, to give the, the voice to the Holy Spirit to speak words that are encouraging to me and equipping to me and, um, and life-giving. And some of those, uh, some of those go-tos, some of those defaults that we have um, that I don't, and I don't know how this works theologically, but I might not have the personal strength to not sprint to the refrigerator. But if I give the Holy Spirit that voice in my head when I'm craving whatever I'm craving for comfort food, um, I know it goes a lot better than when I try to do it in my own strength. So you and I, you and I together, I know there's other people listening right now, but you and I together uh, are better than you and I apart as, a, as the body of Christ. So I appreciate your vulnerability. You're, you're speaking to a group of people that, that Ryan, and I'm sure you know this, that you're, we, we resonate with your story this morning. And we feel many of us are in a season like, like that right now, or, um, or we're about to enter a season like that, or we're just coming out of a season like that. So high level of relatability uh, this morning, my friend. That's good. Why don't you uh, why don't you pray us uh, into the rest of our day and and uh, Ryan um, as we pray let's just ask the Holy Spirit to be um, to be a voice that we hear in our head in our minds. Yeah, Lord, thank you for um, thank you for just uh, allowing us to live in this country and putting us in this country um, where we can. We can talk about you, and um, we ask that your your voice and your words are the first thing we remember when yeah. we uh, we see temptation at the door, and um, help us help us remember to reach for that as opposed to the things that we've been doing for such a long time and the things that are are comfortable. Um, help mm-hmm. us to grow into new habits. Mm-hmm. Um, that would would uh, would make you proud of of what we're doing down here. Yeah. And, um, we ask for your blessings in that and your strength in that, Lord, and we love you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well done.